G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Sometimes as Christian believers going through the ups and downs, often like a roller coaster, it's challenging to see how the hand of God might be at work in our lives. But not everyone finds it easy to identify the hand of God at work even when things are going right or wrong. Well, Trish Harrop is author of a book called He is Faithful from A to Z, 79 True Accounts of God's Extraordinary Faithfulness in the Life of a Very Ordinary Person. Well, Trish is joining us to talk about her book. Hello, Trish. Welcome along to 2020. Hello, Neil. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate you having me on the show. Trish, lots to talk about. Let's start with the idea that it's A to Z, and so therefore there are 26 chapters in your book. What was that inspiration all about? That's right. So uh, basically this took this uh, book took me five years to write, and I would sit down and just um, write of a testimony where I have felt that God has been faithful in my life. And uh, when I got to the end, there were 79 of them, and I thought, well, I'd better stop. And then I just arranged them all into different alphabetical um, letters. So, yeah, there is 26 chapters, each chapter being a letter of the alphabet. There's about three or four different stories in each chapter, roughly. And you set out to create, in some way, a golden weave of God's Word uh, through the entirety of the book. Absolutely. All in bold. Very important. Um, yeah, I found that while I was writing, I, I just would um, sense a, a nugget of scripture just land in my heart. So then I would um, impart that scripture right there where it landed in my heart in the middle of my writing. And um, yeah, obviously it would relate to what I was talking about. And so it's throughout the book, like you said, golden threads of God's word throughout each chapter of, of the entirety of the book. You describe yourself as an extrovert and not necessarily one who's a big reader and you didn't really think you'd ever write a book, but you rolled out of bed one morning and began to write down your thoughts. How did that happen on that particular morning? Yes, that's right. So I was invited to speak at a church on God's faithfulness and I was asking the Lord uh, what I would speak about um, because I had felt that he had been faithful um, in the ups and downs of my life, um, throughout my life, and I didn't hear an answer straight away, so I went to bed, and when I woke up in the morning, it was like I could see um, a page before me with all of these this writing, um, lots of different um, stories in my life where God had been faithful and I felt that I could have one, at least one for each chapter of the alphabet. So that actually became my, my talk at the church. I had 26 different testimonies of God's faithfulness uh, in my life and the book just was an expansion of that blueprint which I began to write the following year. Trish, I imagine that for a lot of people when they're identifying the hand of God or God's faithfulness at work in their lives, they're usually looking for him in the good things that happen. That whole idea of counting your blessings and those sorts of things. Yes. But you've really unpacked, 
a whole lot of ways that even when the bad and sometimes tragic things are happening to yes. us, that God's hand is clearly seen. Absolutely. Um, look, the beginnings, the, the reason that I really wanted to write a book at the very start um, was because we buried a little girl and as tragic as that was, it was probably the most traumatic thing that I have ever lived through. But I really, I really felt God's loving kindness, mercy and faithfulness um, in my life at that time. And I really did want to tell the whole world about it. That, in fact, became one one testimony in one chapter um, in the book. And look, I do say on the front cover, you know, in the life of a very ordinary person, and when I say ordinary, look, I, you know, didn't come from um, a standard background. I had quite a dysfunctional upbringing. I had a mother wound. I had fatherlessness. Um, you know, I've had, uh, I've suffered abuse. I had a memory um, from 13 down. I had no memory, um, which had to be restored. I've, I've needed God's provision, his guidance as a mum, lots of different things. So, you know, <laughs> perhaps some people might say that's ordinary. Uh, that's my ordinary. Um, there's been a lot of different things I've had to deal with, you know, addictions, shame, how to forgive, um, evil influences in my life. And I've just found that God has, has, has got me through each and every one of those different things. Um, yeah, so enough to, to write a book about. Well, not every one of us will go through the tragic grief of losing a child. And you've described that as one of your motivations and one of those ways that you've been able to identify the hand of God. But none of us can guarantee that we won't lose a child or that we won't lose a loved one sometime soon. And grief is a really powerful, motivating way to actually seek after something that is unmovable and the hand and faithfulness of God. Yeah, that's right. Uh, grief is is huge, and like I said, I've I've suffered a lot of um, traumatic experiences in my life, particularly as a child, but also as an adult. Um, I also had a, a look a very very hard marriage, but um, definitely the grief of losing my little girl was by far the most traumatic. Um, but I, I, you know, I have really sensed God's healing. Um, God's ability to be able to completely restore my heart and and not just allow me to um, to get over that grief, but also to completely trust Him uh, with my other children, uh, with my husband, with uh, my friends. It's it is quite a supernatural thing that I I honestly believe only God can truly do, uh, and He's truly done it in my heart anyway. And this is a real book of hope and encouragement um, for people to to know that if He can do it for me, uh, He can do it for others. Absolutely, hundred percent. And Trish, when bad things happen to you, uh, losing a child or going through a rough marriage, sometimes. Mm -hmm. We think that if those things are happening, then the hand of God is not on our lives. But mm -hmm. what you've discovered is that it's even in those hardships that the hand of God is most clearly seen. Is that a fair way to describe that? Um, I, I don't think it's um, seen as much when you're in it. I have really struggled to see God's hand in the midst of my suffering, in the midst of my sickness, in the midst 
of, um, you know, things like uh, an addiction or, or uh, even shame. However, when yeah, God's hand has been there and has pulled me through, and it's when I've come to that place where I have been, I know I have been healed by God, and I look back and I see that He has been with me, or He has guided me on the path, or um, or He's shown up. Um, before I'm, I'm about to go through something and he's carried me through. Um, it's, it, look, I'm, I'm not a, a big scholar or a theologian. I, I'm a housewife and a mum. I, I only did uh, halfway through year nine at school. So I've written this book. It's very raw. It's very honest. Um, and actually, you mentioned that, uh, you know, I, I'm not a big reader. I'm really not. I don't read a lot of books. Um, and as such, I've created this book so it's in small chunks, um, so people can read small chunks at a time and they can read from front to back if they want to or they can look at a chapter and see what relates to them and, um, and uh, yeah, read from wherever they, they can relate to. So, yep. And it's 560 pages long, uh, as yeah, you say, but, but written so that you can read it in small chunks. Yes, it's a bit of a doorstop. Like I said, I, I wrote all these testimonies down and um, there were 79 when I figured, wow, I should stop. And when I did get my first load of copies, I was quite... Um, I looked at it and I went, oh my goodness, I don't even know if I'd be able to read it. It's so big. But look, it is in tiny little chunks. And can I just mention too, there's, you know, there's chapters called Zero Zip Zilch, which is basically a testimony um, of God's faithfulness. When I had no faith at all, when I just felt... I didn't know what I believed in anymore. Life was so um, terribly difficult and I just, you know, I, co I could hardly get through the next day. Um, so this is a very real, raw book. It's completely and purely honesty, um, wearing my heart on my sleeve. And I, I often do read this book, my own book, to encourage myself and to remind myself that God is faithful. He is there and he will pull me through. And um, my hope is that when people do read this book, they will also uh, feel that encouragement and that hope that God is with them and he will get them through whatever it is that they're going through. Zero zip zilch. We'll assume that is the Z chapter in your that book. That is right. <laughs> and we'll talk some more about your book in just a short while. Trish Harrop is our guest. She's the author of the book called He is Faithful from A to Z, 79 True Accounts of God's Extraordinary Faithfulness in the Life of a Very Ordinary Person. We're back with more shortly. We're taking an opportunity to talk about a book that has 26 chapters. It has 26 chapters because it is entitled He is Faithful from A to Z, 79 True Accounts of God's Extraordinary Faithfulness in the Life of a Very Ordinary Person. The author is Trish Harrop. And Trish, as we talk about your book and some of the titles of some of those A to Z issues that you cover, we talked about grief and you were sharing how you'd lost a child. But there's all sorts of things in your book uh, for parents and for people who are going through a rough patch in their marriage. What sort of things do you like to write about and have you tackled in your book there, A to Z? Um, the things that I've liked to write about are honestly and literally the things that um, 
that I have found that God has been faithful to restore, to provide, to guide, uh, to reconcile. So there's, um, as I mentioned, um, I had no memory from 13 down. I'd suffered quite a lot of abuse as a child. So, um, you know, God was faithful to restore that. So there's, there's restoration in this book. Um, I've had sicknesses, I've had grief, and there's um, stories of healing where, where God has healed me. Um, there's also where God has supernaturally healed my children in one way or another. There's books about, uh, sorry, there's stories about angels, um, real angels. Um, there's, uh, I've suffered abandonment. Um, God's been uh, my great provider. I've, I've struggled financially and God has, you know, supernaturally um, provided. There's, there's one chapter, uh, a testimony rather, where in a day I received $10,500, not because I, you know, I bought a lotto ticket or anything like that, but because um, I literally had that much bills on a table and within, by the end of the following day I, every bill was paid. Um, you know, just in, uh, incredible provision. Um, yes, as a parent, um, I've got four children. I've needed guidance, what schools to send them to. Um, you know, there's chapters on fatherlessness, ha- having no father and, and God being my father, reconciliation of family members. There's also um, stories about things that have been lost that have been found, pets. Um, friends that I've lost contact with over years, God bringing them uh, just just randomly back into my life, uh, my wedding ring, uh, things like that. Um, yeah, supernatural stories as well, um, but also, like you mentioned, very real life um, things that happen where, where God is just right there. Um, I've also got chapters on love, uh, the love of God. I, I also have a chapter called Essence for Salvation, which talks about um, you know, uh, I was going to say how I found God, but it was, it's more how God found me, you know, um, the salvation of my soul. You know, I, I'd, I'd love for people to read that and, and just see uh, what God can do in a life, uh, that, a life that once did not know him and now absolutely certainly does. Trish, if you were living a perfect life where you had plenty of money, nothing went wrong, a rosy marriage, kids are all well behaved and doing the right things and all healthy and strong, you might feel as though there was no need for a miracle to happen in your life. But that's not normal. Uh, Normal life is that things do go wrong and being able to identify the hand of God comes about because things go wrong, don't they? Yeah, look, there have been times when I have really drawn that it's not fair card, you know, the what about me card. And I have looked around, you know, my church, my neighborhood and, and just looking through rose colored glasses at everybody's perfect life, you know, their perfect marriage, their perfect children and, and feeling as though, oh, my life is so crazy and and um, just so not perfect and not how it should be. Um, but yeah, I think I think that you know that is perhaps looking through rose-coloured glasses. Maybe there are perfect families, perfect marriages, perfect children out there. Um, but yeah, you're right. I, I have just felt that the more I have cried out to God for particular situations, the more I have seen God um, move. Uh, move on the hearts of my family, move on the, move on my heart, uh, and bring about extraordinary changes. And um, and you know sometimes uh, you know our prayers don't always get answered the way that we expect 
God to answer them. And I think that's important too, that um, there's, I, I think I have come to a point in my life where I am able to trust him in the way that he uh, works um, things that were meant for evil, he, he's able to work them and use them for good. And you write about so many different topics, and uh, clearly, uh, from your own experience, when you talk about those learning to trust moments, you also talk about hearing God's voice or seeing his face, being obedient to God and recognising his grace in those circumstances. Uh, these things are are only gleaned because you're living through and working out your own salvation in that sense of what we might think of as a biblical way of thinking about how you how you live your life. Yeah, I think um we can um we can hear his voice. You know, I love there's a Bible scripture that says his sheep hear his voice. And I think a lot of us um and, and myself included when I was a new Christian, um it's you know, it's it's actually not that hard to hear God's voice if if you're if you're spiritually as open. You can hear Him. Uh, you can see Him. Um, for myself, I, I and this is a chapter as well. I've entitled it "D is for Dreams." Now, I honestly think I could write an entire book just on the dreams that I really sense God has given me to warn me about things that are coming or to give me guidance or wisdom um, in situations that I've... And, and I really believe that those, those dreams are given to me by God. God is speaking to me while I'm asleep. Um, sometimes when I'm, I'm just closed my eyes and I'm singing, um, I, I, you know, I can hear God. And, you know, it's... Yeah, he speaks through my own heart or my own thoughts. Um, other times God will speak through another person and it'll be exactly what I've, I've needed to hear. And, and, you know, it's, it's no mistaking that that is definitely God speaking to me. Or sometimes when I'm, you know, I've, I've opened up the Bible to a particular page and, and it's like the words have just sprung out that you, you know, I've read that, those words before, but God has highlighted them and it is right for that moment. That is God speaking to me, giving me understanding or, or encouragement or hope if I'm feeling so hopeless or if I'm feeling depressed and I, I need life. God will, will you know, it will, it will be his word that I'm reading or something that I'm listening to. It, God is everywhere. He is able to use, you know, he's able to use a donkey. Um, he's, you know, if, you, if you're familiar with that story in the yeah. Bible, he's able to use um, a, a small child. He's able to use a grandparent, uh, the person next door, uh, the radio waves. You know, he's not limited. And our, our ears, I believe, need to be open and listening to him. And you've wanted to write your book in a relatable way and particularly for those who have struggled to understand God's purpose. Is this the sort of person you hope will pick up your book and be able to relate to the stories that you're telling about your own life and to be able to see their own stories in light of those? Absolutely. I think if you're a human being, life is up and down. And uh, you mentioned right at the beginning, it, it was like a roller coaster. And that's certainly been what I have experienced as living on this planet as a human being. There are high places where um, life is good and it's 
you know, you're filled with joy and you have peace and uh, everything is feeling secure. And then there are lows. Um, like I mentioned, you know, the, the loss of my little girl, uh, completely unexpected. Um, you know, if you were to lose your home uh, or have a lack of security in your life or, um, you know, um, there's so many different ups and downs in life. So my heart is that... Um, if you're a human being, you will get something out of this book because um, life, I'm sure, uh, whoever picks up this book has a life that has ups and downs. And my heart is that anyone who reads this book would be encouraged, uh, particularly if they are a Christian and they are going through a hard marriage if it's a struggle or they are experiencing grief and they maybe have turned away from God. Um, it's just so easy to do, to, to I believe, to turn away from God when things are bad, when things are sad, when, when you're wading through life, um, uh, wading through oppression and depression, and it's very hard to see God in it anywhere. I really would love for those, those people who are struggling, particularly Christians, um, to be inspired to, to, um, to know that God is with you. He is with us. Um, and he's right there. And um, like I said, yeah, you mentioned um, it is raw. It is hard on my sleeve. It's a very easy to read book. Very, very relatable. Um, yeah, so I, I really do believe that. And I have had people who've read the book and have emailed me, um, gone onto my Facebook page and have been really radically changed by something they have read. They have been inspired. They have been filled with new hope and new encouragement to trust God again or to help him um, with whatever it is they're dealing with, particularly sickness, heal, you know, God's healing hand. Um, there's lots in it. It really was a walk of obedience. I, I didn't ever think I would write a book. Um, like you mentioned, I am an extrovert and to sit in, you know, behind closed doors for five years writing was not something I would have chosen to do. It has purely been a walk of obedience, something I know God wanted me to write uh, for people out there to read. And Trish, you're working on your next book even now as we speak. It's called The Baby That Went Straight to Heaven. Uh, in a nutshell, what's that about? Okay, it's a children's book. It's a... Uh, 20-page rhyming story. Um, it's written for toddlers whose mummy goes into a hospital to birth a baby sibling and comes home without the baby, um, so the baby has died. Now, um, yeah, it's written for toddlers to, to be able to cope with that loss. Um, it also has the gospel in the pages, so it talks a lot about um, Jesus looking after that baby and, yeah, as it's titled, The Baby Who Went Straight to Heaven. It was illustrated by my my daughter, who was 15 uh, when her little sister died, so very healing for her to be able to draw the pictures as well. And uh, It's a beautiful story, and as I mentioned, it's a rhyming story, so... Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one coming out soon. Well, let's talk uh, about where people can get a hold of the book we're talking about today. He is faithful from A to Z, 79 true accounts of God's extraordinary faithfulness in the life of a very ordinary person. And you can get a hold of Trisha's book through Kurong, or you can contact Trish on Facebook. Simply Google Trish Harrop, H-A-R-R-O-P, 
to get in touch with Trish through Facebook. And uh, Trish, you, you're happy to sign some books because you're in WA. For people yep. around Perth, you'll, you'll have a coffee with someone who wants to make contact with you. Others yep. will have to get a hold of your book at Coorong. Yeah, absolutely. And I've done it before. Sat with people over a coffee, signed a book and um, handed it to them. So otherwise, yeah, Coorong around the nation. Okay, Kurong Books, or you can contact Trish on Facebook. Trish, thanks so much for joining us today on 2020. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.